This is On The Way Out. I'm Brandy Truesdale. And I'm Sarah Hester. And today we're going to talk about not being a quarrelsome wife. So we are here to empower women to boldly live lives that glorify the Lord. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome back to (laughs) On The Way Out. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, he's back. Brandy's back. 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 So your friends. Um, uh, uh, uh. I had a throwback song this morning. I was messaging my friend that I was telling you about. Uh huh. And oh my gosh, now I forgot it was a Hillary Duff song though. Oh, like not a lot Hillary. of people had the Hillary Duff CD. Oh, Hillary, like me. What I did? Yeah, I was. Oh, why not? Why not? Take a crazy chance. I don't know that song. You're joking. No. I, the only one I knew of hers was the... Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Let the rain yes. fall yes. down and wake my, my dreams. Let it wash away. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> We're not, yeah, that one. It was on the same CD. So. Oh, well, I think she only put out one. She only did put out one CD. I love Hilary Duff. I... Like, I still love Hillary Duff. Uh, she <coughs> would slightly get on my nerves. She's not. Like, she's not a conservative. Like, oh, we, don't, yeah. we don't relate. But, like, her mannerisms, even when she but, was, like, acting, like, on the oh, Lizzie McGuire sure. show. But now, I like her now. Like, I feel like she's toned it down a little bit. Like, for a liberal celebrity, she, <laughs> I like her. Yeah. Like, and that's saying something. I wouldn't follow her advice for anything, but, like, she... She's not wildly fair, fair crazy point. or inappropriate. She the she had a home birth recently, and that, that's when I was like, "Oh, Hillary, like, Hillary, Hillary, we can be friends. Maybe <laughs> we can talk about our home birth. Let's births. just love the Lord, and maybe we're great. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I like Hillary. Hillary's um, she's a queen, queen, queen Hill. What else? So yeah. I have a would you rather okay, for okay, you okay. today, and this one is particularly particularly for you. Oh, okay, because I know. How you can be with like, <laughs> oh no! You're gonna like, tell people about people me? touching. Okay, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, would you rather have someone lick your face or Sarah. bite your arm? Bite my arm. <laughs> if you even touch my face, yeah, with your hand. That's how I, feel. I. Right. I knew that you would. I knew this would be really like someone hard for you. To not think too about. long ago, was like. You have something in your hair. And I was like, ah, I'll get it. You're like, don't. Just I'll tell go me. to the bathroom. Just tell me. I, let me pull out your phone and let me see. Like, yeah. do not touch me, please. <laughs> um, but uh, I have this thing with saliva. Okay. Okay. That like, word. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. It's, it's really gross. I, I am like repulsed by saliva. Like, <laughs> you could throw up in front of me and I'd be okay. Be but if you spit near me, I will i will okay and it all started one day when i was in sixth grade wow so listen our school was weird Mm -hmm. we had a separate middle school just for sixth graders so you went to elementary school k through five Mm -hmm. and then we had this one school they actually just did away with it last year it was called braxton craven Mm -hmm. and it was actually the very first duke university yeah whoa Um, that's fancy in my hometown and they kind of used it as this, like, which is kind of, honestly kind of a cool idea. So mm-hmm. when you got out of elementary school, you'd go to sixth grade, and they would break you in, and you'd learn how lockers work and um, mm-hmm. bells and schedules and stuff like that. But you'd be with all your classmates, and, like, 
and then you go to middle school, which is seventh and eighth grade. That's a, actually but a pretty good idea. It is pretty cool. I have no, <clears throat> I have no objections to the way it was handled. I yeah. think it was a cool school. And anyway, so I was in Braxton Craven, and it had there was this breezeway mm-hmm. that you could walk across to go between buildings. And I'm standing under the breezeway, and someone spit over the side, oh, and it landed on me. No. And I've like never been the same. <laughs> Never. And you can tell oh if someone's gosh. breath stinks by the way their spit smells. Mm-hmm. Like, I have issues with this. Sure. Like... Now that you describe it this way, I have... I'm having more of an issue it's as like, you are talking. And, it, and that includes, like, licking mm. and... I mean, biting includes your saliva, too. But, like, if you bit my arm, <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom to wash my what arm. What about biting your face? If you lick my face, I'm <laughs> going to punch you in yours. <laughs> like... So, heads up. Eva licked... A family member of mine yesterday. I will beat your child. I would. I mean, <laughs> I ended kidding. up doing that because I was like, "This is not okay." I won't but beat her, but I will I be would like, expect, "Sarah, yeah, <laughs> get your offspring." I'd probably yell at her. That would be fine because that's like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why, what's going through? This is. I'm I was so like, "What's thankful. going through your mind My when you do stuff like this?" My kids have never thought that was funny. My kids have never done anything like that. They do love to spit though, because they're boys. They're boys, yeah. And Jake loves to spit, and it makes me so. You're like, please Every time Jake washes his hands, he's in the middle of washing his hands. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? 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 What is in there? What do you need yeah. to get out of your mouth? Huh. That's Stop. Go spit in the trash. Yeah. Especially don't spit while you're cleaning your hands. Oh, it's a pet peeve of mine. I love so we it. Have, it's a boy thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know. That We've was easy. Opened a can of worms. That was easy. Yeah. But Sarah is right. I'm not, I'm not a physical touch person. Mm-mm. But I am, like, way too friendly to... N- turn yeah, you away right if you try to hug me i'm gonna hug you back yeah and okay let me take this back there are some people that i do not mind being hugged by yeah martha petite i'll hug you all day i'll hug her all day like, so sweet no problems yeah and then there are some people that just stand close to me and i'm like you need to back up you're like, like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> like this too much um even like my own husband like i don't want him to touch my hair and stuff really unless it's like you know <laughs> you can't see this but brandy's <laughs> winking at me right now i can't even wink so brandy's <laughs> twitching her face it's more like she's yeah her eyes are blinking <laughs> that's pretty but... much the only time he's allowed to like <laughs> lay hands near my face oh my gosh i'm like please somebody just like rub my hair constantly no, that's no. yes but i, I have curly hair Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're gonna make it frizzy. You're gonna mess it up. Like, get your, you're gonna make it oily. Just get your fingers away oh, from it. Listen, speaking of, I had used a like a product on my face yesterday that was um, like a, a wax based product. Yeah. And so I had like rubbed oh, it. And you know how it is. Like, just sits it's there so, forever. Yeah. So Ethan like touched my face, and he was like, "Ew, did you put something on your face?" Did you and I was like, Vaseline "I was like, yeah." Time? And he was like, "Oh my gosh, I just thought it was that oily." <laughs> like how dare you first of all Ethan. I, I was like we've been married almost 10 years you know that you should know my skin I isn't like this care about jake touching me like mm-hmm. ever he's my husband yeah but there was a period a couple years ago it was like right after i turned 28 suddenly i had adult acne mm. i've since figured out that it was hormone related yeah and i don't have i haven't had acne in a while now but i had no idea where it came from and you know 
everybody does skincare. Right. And so, like, I just thought, my skin is bad. And right. so, I was, like, all into the skincare. And then I remember reading something about not touching your face because you're adding mm-hmm. bacteria and oils right. to your face. And then, so, then it then that created this where Jake's never allowed to touch my face <laughs> unless we're wink, wink. And then I can just go wash my face afterwards. But, That's like, just in work, the middle maybe. of the day, it's like, yeah. don't touch my face. Please don't touch my face. Like, I don't have time to go wash it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's weird. That's hilarious. What are you, like, where are you on terms of physical touch? I'm pretty fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. No worries about I'm it. I'm not, no. What's not so really... funny is that I say I'm not a physical toucher, but mm-hmm. I am a phys like i will touch you like i'm that person that we're having a conversation and i need to reach out and touch your arm <clears throat> yeah or like i have to like yeah lay like, hands on to you to have this, conversation. this. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's but when people do it to me i'm like <laughs> i'm not i'm really not worried about physical touch but i That's am good. i am actually not great at comforting people when they're upset like ethan is I've actually experienced much that. better at that i know <laughs> ethan will be like like if we've been in multiple situations like where we're talking to somebody and the woman will start to cry and ethan literally has to look over at me and be like in like motion with his yeah. eyes that i need to go and like like hug that person or I'm like the pat them you know what i mean if i see you cry i will i yeah. will release everything and come and help you i do it but it's just not natural you know what i mean i have and cried I have in to... front of you and you've sat there with your arms crossed i'm and so said, sorry i'm really sorry <laughs> No, it's fine. I know you. It doesn't. I know that you're genuinely sorry. Yeah. Like you don't have to touch me to, for me to feel. <laughs> That's good. That I, you're it is nothing intentional, right? Like, and I need to be better. But, I really do. I need to be better at it because that is the moment when people want some sort of hurt my feelings. But because I'm like, I'm like that's cool. I don't right. Need to be but some right people. Now. But some people do. Right. Some people would be like, "Well, that was awkward." <laughs> yeah. So my, anyway, my sister-in-law Seema is like. She never touches me ever, but like, and I never touch her. But when we cry, we just like you're embracing. We're, yeah, we're yeah. holding each other. Yeah, like that's just been this unspoken agreement we have with each other. That's so sweet. I <laughs> yeah. love that. See, like that's great, and I need to be that way. I really do. No, it's so fine. this is a stretching experience for me. <laughs> it's fine. Because some people are also the opposite, and they're like, "Oh, please don't touch me." I think that's that's what it is for me is i'm like you don't know i don't want to cross a boundary well, if that's... you see me with my kids yeah then you would think i'm the most physical touching person in the world mm-hmm. like i literally put their hands in my mouth like i'm like <laughs> i want to eat your skin <laughs> like my i could hold my kids and cradle yeah. them and literally kiss them all day they yeah. can touch my face they can play with my hair yeah and it's fine. it's fine with me yeah i'm i love them right but anyone, anyone else, else. So, so if you saw me interact with my kids you would think brandy is such a physical touch no she's not <laughs> she just is obsessed with her children that's hilarious <laughs> she just loves them too much i just love sometimes them too much i just like want to kiss my kids and it's like i can't kiss you enough yes i'm like i just suck your yeah. skin off your face <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, well, I just posted a video of Milo on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. I don't think so. He just got a haircut, and I was just like looking at how cute he was. So I yeah. started recording, and he was just talking in his little voice, and I was just like, I just want to climb over this table. I did just, see that. I did see that because I think you said that in your comment, and that's why it stuck with me. <laughs> I just oh, love him so, so cute. Much. His little voice. He's like, well, tree fell down. Tree fell down. And I said, no. He's like, I want a tree to fall down so we can have wood. And I was like. That's hilarious. I was like, we can cut one down. He's like, we cut it down and we watch out. Right. He should go talk to his grandpa. <laughs> right? No. And he, I was like, who cuts trees down? I don't know. 
I was like, Milo, <laughs> he drives past your house every day with time. his, like, bucket truck. Right. Like, you know this happens. And I said, Papa, and he was like, oh. Like, he didn't know. I love that. He's all surprised. No, kid is... Oh, man. No. Yeah. All right. ASMR. ASMR. Our, our microphones are so loud, sometimes they pick up too much. But so. they sound so good when we post it. it. You, yeah, it But in our good. headphones, it sounds like everything is... Every noise. But it's not. Yeah. You're also welcome for the background music right now. If you can even I hear did, it. I did hear it last... Oh, you did? You must, last week or two weeks ago. I think you have to have ago. headphones in. Yeah. I usually just listen to it, like, on my phone. Just... Gotcha. Hey, <clears> sorry. <throat> Let me turn that off. Turn my phone off. So let's get into what we're talking about. We are talking about don't being, don't be, don't being, don't be a quarrelsome wife. Or stop being a quarrelsome wife. Or stop being, yeah. (laughs) If you are, you should stop. So we're going to read Proverbs 19, 13. It says, a foolish son is ruined to his father, and a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. Mm, That's fun. So. Which makes me think. You said this to me. You said that you read that verse mm-hmm. last week, and I immediately thought about how in torture, like in medieval torture, they would let yeah. people sit under dripping water. <laughs> that was how they tortured them. And yeah. it would erode at their skin. Oh my like gosh. it would erode through their flesh and into their brain. That's how they would die. Wow, that's So if you terrible. think about it even farther, don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to torture your husband to death <laughs> yeah. and your kids. So so there's another verse in Proverbs twenty five twenty four. It's better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. Boop. Woof. So, what does this mean? And do we see this today? Can you? Do you have a definition for quarrelsome? If you don't, Ooh, I can pull good. that up. Yeah, you pull that up. I have trouble spelling it, but we're gonna find it. All right. Quarrel. So, yeah, let me tell the definition. So, given to quarreling, contentious, argumentative, um, disposed to quarrel, given to brawls and contention, easily irritated or provoked to contest. Oof. Yeah. So. And I think I, I think that everyone, when our emotions are out of this, everyone can look at that definition and be like, I don't want to be that person. Right. But... <laughs> put your emotions back in it you know you're at the height of you're at the end of the day your kids you've been with your kids all day they've been grumpy all day or you and your husband aren't seeing eye to eye on something or you're in a fight you know what i'm saying like you put your emotions back into it and you can easily see we've all been there oh my gosh i feel like all done this i feel like i struggle like i probably shouldn't even be having this podcast because i struggle with this so much like hearing that definition yeah i am very easily provoked yeah this was actually something i talked to fox about last night i'm not trying to like air out their sins i have two boys they're brothers okay Mm -hmm. they fight but they also love each other but they are boys and they will fist fight each other like yeah (laughs) apparently it's normal my husband was one of four boys (laughs) he's like this is nothing boys handle things physically Mm -hmm. more than they do verbally Mm. And that's a big conversation that I'm having with them. And they, they're both bad at it. And they were playing. Like, they were laughing. And then Milo accidentally hit Fox, and he slapped him. Oof. I heard the slap. Mm-hmm. And I walked over there, and he's already, like, clenching himself because he thinks I'm going to spank him. <laughs> and I didn't because I actually, like, grabbed his hands. And mm-hmm. I was like, your hands are not made 
for hitting people. Yeah. And then I said, you were quick to anger Mm. Mm -hmm. and slow to understand that this was an accident. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the first time I've ever talked to him like that. And he was like, okay. I did end up spanking him, but I gave him warning. (laughs) You're like, well, second time. Yeah. It was happening. But no, I was like, you did this. I'm going to pop you twice for this. Yeah. But, um, but I was like, yeah, you, you were, you were quick to anger. Yeah. You were easily provoked. Yeah. By this accident. Yeah. And hauled off and punched somebody. I think a reason why this is so important for us women is because a lot of times we are the ones who are setting the emotional temperature of our home. Mm-hmm. And so if we are easily irritated, if we are contentious, if we are argumentative, like it, it becomes such a situation where people have to walk on eggshells around yeah. us. And that's not okay. Yeah. So your kids, and I, again, like you said, I'm talking to myself, your kids you know, not listening or your kids fighting or your kids, like none of these are an excuse for you to control the temperature of your home in such a way where people have to walk on eggshells I'm like picturing you're having a really like rough day with your kids. They've been fighting all day. They're not listening to you. Then your husband walks in the house and he says, when are you going to have supper ready? Mm -hmm. And you're like, leave me alone. I'll have it ready when I have, because you, and it's like, he had no idea that you were going through. Right. You just snap. Yeah. Um that yeah. that's really it's easier said than done to like I'm sure. control yeah. that mm-hmm. emotion. But we are supposed to. We are yeah. <laughs> We're called to do that. Self control is one of the fruits of the spirit. And I do think this is an exercise we have to grow in. Yeah. Like I think this is a muscle that we have to work on and grow and get stronger at. But that needs to be a path that you are on. You need to be growing in self control, in patience, in you know, um, being understanding in, uh, if somebody upsets you not being bothered, this is a goal of like, I want to be the most unbotherable person. See, this is what I was about to say is that this is something I've known that I've had an issue with, not Mm. just with my husband, but with like, it's a learned behavior for Mm -hmm. one, like being argumentative, just like Mm. I need to, I have this like intense desire to defend yeah at all the all times and i have known it and i've been praying for self-control for a long time and i feel like i have gotten very good at being slow to speak that's like that was one Mm -hmm. of my prayers like well like let me be slow to speak quick to listen but slow to anger and so something i'm still working on though is even though i'm slow to speak i still feel it in my heart i still feel like i want to yell at you right now yeah so i think i think i've done a good job at not being quick to speak but i still i still think it needs to go even deeper and it needs to get to a place where like i don't even like i don't have an emotional reaction Mm -hmm. to everything that comes through yeah but it's just like "Mm." yeah like why does it matter that's a good question to ask yourself right like, before you freak out, why does this matter? Mm-hmm. Is screaming about this going to have any fruit right. at the end of this conversation? No? Okay, I'm just going to be quiet then. Yeah. Yeah, and I do think there's a difference between having a conversation about something yes. versus quarreling. Yes. Versus, um, 
that's a good being point. argumentative. That's a good point. Like you can have conversations about stuff. That's definitely different than like going off on someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's great, and I think it's only when you work on stuff like you're saying like if you even recognize okay i i need to be slow to speak it's not until you are slow to speak that you then understand why am i even having an emotional reaction to this yeah yeah exactly so it's you know <clears throat> and I think you work what on you, it in your yeah head. yeah and um and the bible says out of the mouth the heart speaks and so you have these outward behaviors and it's really not until you stop with the outward behavior that you can say, wait, where is this even coming from? You know, and you can kind yeah. of assess yourself and like, why am I acting the way that I'm acting? I think that, okay, this is a little, we're still on the subject. Since we're, since we're talking about being a quarrelsome wife, mm-hmm. like, yes, we need to work on these things. We need to not be quarrelsome ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when people hear submit to your husband's, they immediately think that means just blindly follow him. You're mm-hmm. worthless. You're nothing. Yeah. He makes all the rules. That's, I don't think that that's true. Right. <laughs> I think you're allowed to have conversation with your husband. You're allowed to have opinions. Yeah. We're saying don't act like you're the only opinion that matters. Right. Don't start every conversation like ready to fight him. <clears throat> yeah. Like, and yeah. recognize that maybe at the end of the conversation, maybe even after you've pled your case and you think that you're right, he might still say no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then he, he might has still, to submit. Yeah. He might still say, well, I really think we should do it this way. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good point. I think this really goes back to the fact that we believe that being a strong woman means being stubborn yeah i think it we think being a strong woman means that you are you voice your opinion you give your opinion constantly yeah i think it means that you um you are argumentative i think that's Mm -hmm. what people really truly believe that's what a strong woman looks like the women Mm -hmm. we idolize in society are like that you think about I don't know, like Michelle Obama, yeah, or Oprah, or like Ellen. I don't know, like all of these women that we're like idolizing. That's what they. That's their whole platform is right. to like screech their opinion to everyone that will listen. <clears throat> yeah, and maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe literally no one needs to hear your opinion. Right. I think that's that's an important lesson. Just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you have to share it some opinions are great <laughs> and they should be shared yeah um some opinions really yeah they're like, irrelevant are you at right are you adding anything or are you sharing them to the right person like yeah are you yeah, adding anything are you adding to anything? this that's this is this is a lesson <laughs> a lesson i'm having to walk through with myself because i'm walking through it with my children mm. not every <clears throat> opinion that you have has to be voiced you don't mm. have to if there's silence you don't have to fill it necessarily you know what i mean like you can just let it be oh my gosh (laughs) you can just let it be but i think this is what having a quiet i actually don't have that issue a quiet a gentle and quiet spirit um i have that issue personally not with my kids yeah yeah i even get mad at my husband sometimes because i'm like you don't talk to me you just sit in the car and she's like i'm just enjoying sitting next to you and i'm like okay (laughs) but i'm talking that's funny it's my trouble (laughs) 
So, yeah, I mean, again, as women, we're called to have a gentle and quiet spirit. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean literal quiet. Can you explain to me what you think that looks like? I'm yes. always very curious of that. Um, I think having a gentle and quiet spirit is just what we're talking about. It's being self-controlled. Mm-hmm. It's knowing that you don't have to voice your opinion at every every situation. Um, I think it is that you need to have... I think there are some women who think that, again, to be strong means that you have to be brash and you Mm. have to be, like, the loudest person in the room. Um, I don't think that's feminine. I don't think that's a feminine trait that you should have. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I think think it means having a a soft heart towards other people. Um, I think, like I said, I think I... I was telling you the other day, I worked in an office with all women, and, and they were not believers. Uh, this is when you were like a thought, nurse? Or? That was in, I was in New Mexico. I was yeah. working in a, um, a doctor's office, a sexual trauma center. So oh. this was, yeah, this was a very short-lived amount okay. of time from when I was in New Mexico, but they thought that I was just like... <laughs> uh, Lame. A pushover, yeah, yeah, a doormat, I guess. Um, but these were like the loudest women they were vulgar they were crass they were um you know for them strength was being the loudest in the room it was being stubborn it was running over people music picture it was like these protests conflict it was you know and for me that's my to me i'm like i can sit here and even if i am angry or even if i you know, whatever the situation is. Like, I, there were multiple times that I had to have, like, uh, confrontational um, conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And for them, it was high emotion, high, you know, I'm angry. For me, I was able to just to talk with them and be like, okay, well, you've said this thing. Yeah. Can you tell me, can you give me an example of when I've done that? Well, no, I just feel this way. You yeah. know what I mean? So for me strength in that situation was like being able to keep a cool head and to like logically talk through things and for them it was let me have this huge emotional reaction yeah and be upset and we're supposed to bow to your feelings that's like yeah, what's trained i mean it's like well if i if she feels like that then i need to apologize mm-hmm. but you're just like well, what did i even do wrong right <laughs> yeah i mean and it might be because i'm naturally the opposite Mm -hmm. but what i find is that i admire more women who are quiet Mm -hmm. and self-controlled than i do women who are like who i am naturally which is like loud and talkative Mm -hmm. those it's funny actually if you if i think about it like women like that get on my nerves yeah (laughs) yeah and and i'm like that yeah like i would like to talk and i have a lot of opinions Mm. And I've always, not always, but I would say since finding the Lord, mm-hmm. as a young adult, I have strived to be more quiet and more reserved. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't come naturally to me. Right. Yeah, I think there's a, I mean, man, the Proverbs is <clears throat> chock full of oh, yeah. what it means to be a wise person, and in particular, a wise woman. Um, and I think we have to look at that and not at culture yep. for our definition of, of what um, a wise person is, you yeah. know, and, yeah. a, and a strong person. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I think being a quarrelsome wife can look like, you know, nitpicking. It can look like everyone has to bow to my opinion. It could mean, you know, even if you don't bow to my opinion, I'm going to make you feel bad for not doing what I say. Mm -hmm. I think there's a whole lot of ways that this looks. Or even pouting. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there, there are wives who don't even have to say anything, but they pout. Yes. And they give the silent treatment. And their husband's ready to just give in. Right. And their kids are like, oh, let's just get back to normal. So let me just give you what you want. You know, like that's not. It's gross. That's not godly. Mm -mm. That's not how to bless the people in your home. Eventually, they're going to get tired of you. Right. They're going to eventually hate you for that. It really leads to resentment. Yes. So, and that's not what you want. Like that's, you don't want to raise kids only for them to resent you. Yeah. Because of how you were. So. Oh, yeah. Or you. Don't you want them to have a high opinion of who you are? And, like, when they think about you, they're going to think about that mom that mm-hmm. always held grudges and pouted oh, all the man. time. Yeah. And Proverbs even talks about this. It says uh, in Proverbs 31, her children rise up and call her blessed. And I'm like, I, you know, for the, the women who do that, I just don't see, I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, no. Or, you know, maybe in some think ways, of like, but women who also guilt trip their children mm-hmm. into doing things mm-hmm. i mean and this goes back to our last episode your children don't do things because you asked them to they do things because you told them to right there's a difference mm-hmm. and so if you tell them to do something and they don't there's really no space for you to be guilt tripping mm-hmm. them <laughs> i also it's think a, too, you obey you're training your children on what they're going to think is normal in their home yeah. <clears throat> so if you, you know, if, if they have to constantly tiptoe around you, I think, <laughs> and this sounds selfish, but I don't mean it that way, but do you really want a daughter-in-law in the future who acts the way that you act? You yeah. know, like, do you want her to emotionally control your son? son? No. <laughs> I would That's at least hope thought. not. So I think you have to look, too, and say, like, how am I training my children to think what's normal and what's not normal. Mm-hmm. So, but and I think this is training in righteousness as well that we're called to do. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. There's that. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we have to look at everything and think, are we, are we blessing the people in our home or are we cursing them? Like, I think that has to be a mm. question that everything goes back to. Um, I think I've said this before. You have to have an imagination as a mother and you have to think, what is this going to look like, you know, in five years and 10 years, 15 years down the road, if I've treated everyone in my home like this, and if I've constantly come up with an excuse for how I'm acting and I'm speaking to myself first, um, you know, because, again, you want to train your children to take responsibility for their sin, their mistakes, um, you know, accidents, anything like that. You're, you want to train them to take responsibility, and it has to start with you. And you have to be the one to say, you know what, this has been a hard day, but that's no excuse for me to act this way, and well, I'm sorry. And you have to teach them that reality mm-hmm. doesn't care about what your feelings are. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all have hard days. Like, yeah everyone's kids are crazy at five o'clock in the afternoon and there's nothing i've learned more as a human being or a woman than like 
how like women are hormonal and like we're mm-hmm. more emotional beings and like i will say things one day that i really really feel mm-hmm. and then the next day i'm like why did i say that <laughs> like yeah but my emotions were high in that moment mm-hmm. and i let my emotions speak for me mm-hmm. and then i regretted everything that i said yeah um it's it's a it's a true um oh gosh ability mm-hmm to be able to control speaking through your emotions and i'm not successful at it yet (laughs) oh there's a proverb i'm thinking of um i'm gonna butcher it but i'll i'll find the verse but it, it basically says better to better to keep quiet and let people think you're a fool than to speak and them know it for sure oh something like that so like there is wisdom in silence you know yeah. there's there's wisdom in you like you said Slow to speak. man i'm feeling this thing yeah. and this like like there are times when i you know i i feel something and i'm like i know this is true and i feel it so intensely and then like you said i calm down and the emotion goes away it always happens to me and i'm like night. no that's that was not true i am the biggest crank when I'm tired and it's always when I'm tired I say the meanest things Mm. and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm like oh my gosh yeah why did I say that yeah um that's my biggest challenge right now yeah (laughs) yeah and I think you can but you can know that and I'm very thankful that Jake is usually he's usually over there laughing at me because he knows (laughs) that I'm tired and he's like go to sleep yeah you silly and I'm like why are you like this yeah you're like I'm so angry yell at me (laughs) (laughs) but I think that's good like that's (laughs) you know you I think you can laugh at the ridiculous I think too humor is a huge part of it like you can you know, laugh at yourself in the morning and be like, remember when I did this thing and that was so stupid, you know? The other day, um, so our house, this is just a funny little story. Our house has, it's old. And I don't know if it's the way it was built or what, but it like swells and shrinks. Mm -hmm. And the door to our bath, we have a, our, we have a bathroom in our bedroom and that door doesn't fit in the door frame. Like mm-hmm. you can't shut it. It's never been able to shut. You've never been able to lock it. It's because it like <laughs> it doesn't fit in there. Yeah. It doesn't close. Um, but Jake is powerful, more powerful than me. Yeah. It's the same when he freaking screws the lids on his water bottle, and I have to wash them, and I cannot get them off. And like, yeah. he's like, I just tighten it. I'm like, you did it. You like Hulk smashed that lid onto that water bottle. Yeah. But he does the same thing with this bathroom door. He'll like shut it all the way into the door frame, and wow. then I'm like ripping it out of the wall. <laughs> And I've been telling him, like, will you please, like, at night, like, don't shut the door. Or just kind of, like, just close it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where it falls. Mm-hmm. Because I wake up, like, three or four times a night to go to the bathroom. And, like, it, I don't like to do anything but go sit yeah. and, like, get up. Like, it's dark. Like, I'm like, stay asleep, stay asleep. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Don't wake up fully. And one night, it was, like, two in the morning, and I woke up, and I couldn't open the bathroom door. Oh, because no. it was like crammed into the door frame <laughs> oh, no. and i like ripped it out of the door frame and i was so angry and jake was like what's going on and i was like somebody slammed the door in the door frame and i can't get it out and then we went to sleep and then the next morning jake was like I had a really bad dream last night oh no and i said oh no really and he was like yeah someone woman was like yelling at me about a door and I was like, <laughs> But he was joking. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad that you can yeah. laugh at uh, 
me acting very irrational yeah. and wild. <laughs> when in reality, I should have just pulled the door open, yeah. went to the bathroom, and went to sleep. But we I had, was, like, very mad about it. We had something like that recently where Ethan was, like, doing his best. He was doing his best, and he was doing a good job at, like, <clears throat> remaining calm in yeah. a situation where he was just, like, frustrated. Uh, but then Tucker, oh, our gosh. dog comes over and anytime that ethan's around tucker just lays down and pees like oh that's what gosh, he does he's scared of ethan yeah and so ethan was like you know being super nice he was like <laughs> he was like hey tucker hey tucker and tucker just pees everywhere and he was already frustrated and so he was like i am trying to he's like <laughs> keeping his voice the same the same like tone and yeah. the same level and he was like I'm being as nice as I can to you, and you're still peeing everywhere. And so I want to kill you. (laughs) I walked in, and he was visibly frustrated, and I just started laughing. And he was like, this is really not funny. And I was like, but it is. Like, take yourself out of the situation. It is funny. funny. Right. So I, I think it's to think good. about that, too. Yeah. Like, will this be funny tomorrow? Yeah, it probably will. Yeah. So, like, just calm down. I think you can find humor. I mean, really. You can find humor. Yes. Even in situations where you're incredibly frustrated and it really helps to just laugh at yourself most things that we're frustrated about (laughs) are really pointless yeah so this quote also it's a i said it was a proverb it's not it's an abraham lincoln quote no way (laughs) yeah but it says better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and to remove all doubt (laughs) Mm. so anyway yeah it's not a proverb it's a Abraham Lincoln quote. And so. he was honest Abe. So honest believe him. Abe. <laughs> <laughs> so you could trust that beard. So. Why did we isn't that funny that we wanted our, everyone to believe how honest and truth telling our presidents were? <laughs> like that at the time that that was like the biggest deal. Yeah. George Washington right, could man. never tell a lie. Could never tell a lie about a cherry tree. And you know he never chopped down a cherry tree. No way. It wasn't a cherry tree. I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Um, funny oh, stuff. So this... Why are we doing This first ties into what we've been talking about. Um, it's James 4.1. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? Um, you desire and you do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Um, I think this is really, really true. What is causing fights among you? Is it not your passions at war within you? So it's a selfishness. Like there, you're fighting yeah. because there's something that you're wanting or um, something you're seeking and you don't have it. And so you. Well, fight. we always think that we know what's best, or that we know better. <clears throat> always. Yeah. And bringing it back to the wife portion, mm-hmm. you might think that you know better, but that might not matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. people don't want to hear this. Like, this is a hard topic. If you had asked me about submitting to my husband five years ago, I would have been like, get lost. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> my husband doesn't know better than me. Yeah. Like, I would have thought that. Um, in reality, it just really doesn't matter if he knows better than me or not. It doesn't. <laughs> it does. You're right. I mean, it really doesn't. What matters is that God gave him authority over me. God, like, what, like, God put man above, he, God made me a woman and God yeah. made him a man. Yeah. 
Like literally at the end of the day, that is all that matters. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if I know better and maybe he'll make the wrong judgment. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he'll make a judgment that I wouldn't have made and maybe it ends up to be wrong. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What? And it doesn't matter that I would have been right. What matters is did you submit to your husband? Because there's one thing that the Bible calls me to do in these situations Mm -hmm. and it's to submit to him, Mm -hmm. not quarrel with him, not try to share my judgments, my opinions, what he should do. Like, not that's that's okay. If your husband asks your opinion, you want to share your opinion lovingly. Like, I think you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. But if he still wants to do it one way, you have to accept mm-hmm. God made you the woman, mm-hmm. and He made him the man, mm-hmm. and that's the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate us. <laughs> I love how you said that, and then you were like, No, it's true, and I will say this to anyone. I mean, I'm saying it on a public platform. No, I think that's, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that we, I think, I think women are okay with submission until until it's something they don't want to do. They think that they know better, and they very well might. Exactly that, and that's the point. That is the whole point. And therein lies the self control. Yeah, and that, and therein lies the spiritual gifts. Mm That we're not just given, right. okay? There's an idea here mm-hmm. that like we're just given these gifts. Mm-hmm. They you you have to seek them. Yeah. You have to like, you have to actually try to have them. Yeah, we none of us are Jesus, right. okay? None of us just automatically are perfect. But that's this is this is the whole point, and yeah, I mean I already made my point. Yeah, yeah. like it doesn't think, matter if you're right. Um, it matters that you're a woman. Yeah. I, and there's a... Yeah, it matters that this is what the Lord has called you to. Yeah. Like, that's what matters. And that... Well, that this is what I was going to say. Is like, because having self-control mm-hmm. is a fruit of the Spirit, it's hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, the, the gate is narrow and few will walk through it. Okay? Like, those fruits of the Spirit are hard to obtain. No one said it would be easy to be right. to obtain these fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the whole point. Maybe having to have self control is why God made women so like opinionated or like you know I don't know. Yeah. It's just something to think about. Yeah, like, I think. But like you said, they are fruits of the spirit. So it like those things are hard, mm-hmm. but they are doable because we have the the Holy Spirit yes. within us. But it like, takes I think people mission. who don't have the holy spirit like i don't know that they could do it yeah when you first have to submit to christ Mm -hmm. to be able to submit to your husband Mm -hmm. um yeah because and that's something that we were talking about i don't even know if we said it on here but like submission to your husband is submission to god Mm -hmm. like and if you think about it like that you can't really argue whether or not you're supposed to yeah like whether or not your husband is awesome, fantastic, great spiritual leader of your home, it honestly doesn't matter because you're, you, woman, are called to submit to him. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. you submitting to your husband is submitting to Christ and his command over you. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all we have here. Yeah, and I think, too, we have... Um like that Proverbs talks about, I think that there are other translations that um, translate the word as nagging yeah. instead of quarrelsome. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, um, 
Rightly so. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you cannot nag your husband into being a better person, right? You mm. can't nag your husband into being a better Christian. You cannot or nag your husband. into deciding what you want. Right. You can't, like, those, you cannot do that. Yeah. And First Peter, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, you need to, there's a way in which your conduct can win your husband over. Yes. Yeah. And let me look it up um but that that does not look like nagging him Mm-mm. i think there's a situation in which you know if you're if you and your husband are at an impasse and you are wanting to go one way he's wanting to go another or you know you're like hey i really want you to lead our home spiritually or hey i really think you should read your bible or yeah. hey i really think you should be praying all of those things are very appropriate for you to say yes until you start nagging him about it and then you've kind of defeated the whole purpose so i think there's a you know you need to make your case known to him talk to him give him your opinion and then you need to stop and you need to pray Hmm. and i really think that it's in that situation and where you're praying that the holy spirit's going to change him yeah you know um it's not for you to change him it's Mm -hmm. for the holy spirit to change him so you know i know there's a lot of women who desire those things from their husbands yes and their husbands just aren't doing Mm -hmm. it again you nagging is not going to produce what is it the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of god you nagging is not going to get you what you want Mm. um it's probably going to end up in resentment toward you um so (laughs) yeah maybe not even wanting to be around you right long enough yeah encourage him and then stop talking and pray yeah i think that's where you know I think we really don't go to prayer enough that's true and make our case known to the lord enough i have um someone was talking about this it was like a year or so ago that i read it um like i have a very me and jake are both very stubborn mm-hmm. and this whole submitting to your husband thing like i, I mean i already said this like it did not come naturally for me like i <laughs> yeah, like it was hard but I recognize that it's not submitting to him, it's submitting to God, mm-hmm. and that makes me do it. Right. Um, and, like, there have been times where Jake and I want the literal opposite on something, <laughs> a decision. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that he is such a stubborn man. Yeah. Because he has never let me get in my way, mm-hmm. no matter how quarrelsome yeah. or emotional or unreasonable i'm being yeah he was like nope nope and i'm very thankful for that um i had a point here now i can't remember it oh um the person is in my brain and now i can't think of the whole point that i was going to take oh she was saying she was somebody had posed a question to her Mm -hmm. about how she wanted something for her family that was <clears throat> biblical, and her yeah. husband didn't see it. Yeah. Didn't see why they needed to do it. I think it was homeschool or pu- putting their kids in private school, something like that. And he yeah. just like was like, no, yeah. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And her only advice, which I think was right, right advice, she was like, you can't go over his head. Mm-hmm. You can't make this decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can pray that God will change his heart. Or that God would change your heart yeah. to see your husband's reasoning. Mm-hmm. That your hearts would align and you would see each other mm-hmm. 
side. And I thought that was such good advice. And I have used that advice so many times where my husband has wanted something that I just don't understand. Yeah. Or I've wanted something and he was like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pray that our thoughts would align. And I will tell you, most of the time, yeah. God changes my heart. Yeah. To see his side yeah most of the time i think that's a good word too you have to be you have to be willing to be changed as well yep you can't you can't be like it's all him um i think there has to be a humility there where you're you're willing to be changed if you are wrong you have to be willing to be wrong as well so um also obviously this is a podcast for women yeah right right? so <clears throat> there's so much that could be said for we're, husbands we're very thankful for our men listeners by the way though but yes yeah, yeah. just know um, we, we cater we're women talking to women yeah this is for women like we are yeah we're, we're talking to women specifically so there's a lot that could be said for husbands um but we're not addressing husbands no. and it wouldn't be appropriate for us to address husbands so no yeah (laughs) that's what i was laughing about (laughs) you said it anyway okay yeah yeah but my point is of course there are you know i think i think when you start talking about submission and you start talking about what women are called to do i think the first reaction a lot of people have is like well what about husbands well like obviously there's there are things that men are called to as well but we are not addressing men we are talking to women specifically we're hoping that your husbands are also listening to sound yeah. advice yeah, from, from men men <laughs> yeah yeah so i just want to say that yeah for sure anyway freddie has <laughs> <laughs> got awkward hands, awkward awkward hands. hands. Awkward hands. This, is, this is a this is a hard conversation yeah it um, can be it can be but uh we recognize it's hard because we live in 2023 mm-hmm and there was a time where this wasn't a hard conversation right like this is just the way it is yeah and then women needed to be liberated liberated from what from biblical life yeah like i don't know yeah but it is a hard conversation because it's um and just as hard as it is for women to submit to their husbands like Mm -hmm. you were saying Mm -hmm. a lot of men are not good leaders sure they're not and I, that, that is, this is the, and this is where this conversation is so hard mm-hmm. and where I've had so many conversations with other women, like, well, what do you do if your husband doesn't want to lead? Girl, I don't know. Like, all I, I can, yeah. all I can tell you is what the Bible tells you to right. do. Well, I think you, I think we addressed it. Like, yeah. if your husband's not leading, I ask just, him to lead. I just and know that it's still going to be an issue. Don't nag, you know, and then you pray about it. And then there, there are household to the woman is a Christian and the husband is not. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. It's a hard situation. That's a really. I've, I've known people who yeah. live in homes like that. Yeah, um, or a single mother home, or a single mother. Which home. I think too. I think this. I think this conversation applies to them as well, just as much as it does to married women. Yeah, like as far as you don't be a quarrelsome mother. Yeah. Don't be someone who nitpicks your children to death. Sarah and I have talked about this. Like, our advice if to single mothers are, yeah, I think that you are the head of your household at that point. You, it, the man, the role of the man was, it was uh, either forfeited or lost. It's gone. Yeah. Um, the woman steps in 
and she's the spiritual leader of the home. But men, boy, children need men mm-hmm. in their lives, mm-hmm. real godly men. Yeah. Um, and so we would encourage you to seek the wisdom of your pastor, or seek the wisdom of maybe your father, your father-in-law. Um, yeah, or so- solid men in your solid, church, or just other men around that. Like th- it's still important for men to be involved. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no, I don't. Th- I wouldn't say any other man has authority over you or your children. Right. Because yeah. they're not your husband. Right. So we're not asking you to go submit to those men. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah. So this is this is different. This is a different conversation. We're I don't even say we're I don't wouldn't even say we're talking to mothers right now as much as we're just wives in general. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Wives in general, there is a calling on you. Yeah. There is a role for you. And it is not to be the head of your home. Well, and this is the thing, too. You know, people think that it takes strength to laugh when your child has made a gigantic mess and you're at the end of your rope. It takes strength to not blow up at them. It takes strength to... To get down and hug them when they're frustrated because they did something you told them not to. Right. (laughs) Like, it takes a lot of strength to be a stable person yes you know what i mean like yes it takes a lot of strength to not um air out every single thing that you feel or think you know it it takes a lot of strength daily we have to push aside mm-hmm. we have to die to ourselves There's, that's that's basically what i'm going to say yeah you have to die to yourself mm-hmm. every day until you actually die yeah <laughs> like yeah and that means saying no to your flesh, saying no to the desires of your heart, and saying yes to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to. And that means Him giving you these fruits of the Spirit, helping you with those. But you have to die to yourself, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. And it is probably going to be a daily effort until mm-hmm. you literally die. Yeah. To die to yourself. Yeah. There's, there's no neutral. You have to be waging war on your sin. Yes. There's a, uh, I think it's a John Owen quote, be killing sin or it will be killing you. Ooh. I mean, like I said, there's no neutrality here. We know that the wages of sin is death. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and we do, we, you know, we wrestle with flesh. We wrestle with ourselves. We have to be killing our desire to be irritated and mm-hmm. to find justification in being irritated. Or to be fight, yeah, to fighting, to quarrelsome, to be <clears throat> all yeah. of those things. Those are um, natural to mm-hmm. our flesh, mm-hmm. um, which is natural to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, be a blessing to your people. Set a good to your husbands emotional temperature in your home. Yeah, you know, let it be a place of warmth and not of people having to walk on eggshells around you. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. There we go. I think that's yeah, yeah. Send think that in the, uh, the send in your would you rather questions. Please, we've been waiting <laughs> for these. I've been checking my emails for my would you rather's. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what if I have one really quick for you. Mm, okay, I haven't read any. I'm just I like to make them up. I have one for you off air. It's <laughs> one that I made up. I was like the most proud of it, but okay. I'll ask you off air. Um, would you rather? have feet for ears or or um 
Or poop out of your mouth. Oh, oh my gosh. Feet for ears. Feet for ears. We used to make these up in school and they would be ridiculous. Would you rather constantly be peeing or constantly be farting? Mm. <laughs> and it smells and people can hear it. <laughs> You're like there's the caveat. It's that. You're, you're you're wearing a diaper as an adult. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a tough one. Everyone that I think of is gross. Like it's like potty stuff. <laughs> potty. Can humor. you tell I'm a boy mom? <laughs> oh my gosh. We had. I, I was in Sunday school. I have a little girl. <laughs> yeah. I was in Sunday school with the the younger kids this week because uh, someone was sick, and immediately the boys went to like bathroom humor, and I was like, classic boys. <laughs> Classic boys, literally. Oh man, that's they um, always talk about fart butt is the phrase in my house that's most used. <laughs> you fart butt, and I'm like, what is? What even does what that even mean? Is that? Stop. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So if you have topics you would like us to talk about, if you have clarifying questions, comments, concerns, I have a let big topic know. that's on my heart. I'd love to hear. I mean, we could talk about this off air, but I want to talk about being hospitable. Ooh, I would love to talk about hospitality. I'm sent, I've been very convicted of yeah. that calling on women specifically. Yeah. As I'm That's terrible huge, at being hospitable. That's a huge... I think you do... Well, I mean, you've been very hospitable to me and my family. So. I don't know. I have a heart for you guys, <laughs> for pastors and their wives. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a fantastic topic yeah. for us to talk about. Yeah. Anyway. Because it is it is a command. It is a command. So let's talk about it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch check you it next time. Next time. Yeah. We're like ahead on episodes, so we'll catch you on the flippity flip. I know. I always hear people yeah. are like, I don't know when this is coming out. And for us, it's been like, I know exactly when it's it coming out. It used to be we were now. only like a couple of days ahead of posting it. But then right. we got ahead of ourselves with our two-parter, which yeah. I kind of love. Yeah. That was nice. But this isn't coming out for like two weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, two weeks from yesterday is when it'll come out. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty cool. That is cool. I feel like super fresh. Super Somebody fresh. was like, I listened to your podcast. They had nothing good to say about our content, but they were like, you sound really good. Your bags sound really good. I was like, you know what? I'll freaking take that. Listen, if you can't say anything nice about our content she was not conservative share our mic she was share, yeah share tell our, us how good that's, listen that's that's nice though she you was know? not a, like she a, been she's not conservative mean. of a person like yeah. i know that our content doesn't is Probably not isn't like, landing with her on which her, is fine which is totally fine but yeah. she's like your mic sound really good like it sounds really yeah. professional i was like thanks mm, i mean I, have, I love that that was very that's a great compliment Thank you. I mean, I'd love you to listen to our content, right. too, but whatevs. <laughs> I'll take what we can get. Yeah. That's really nice. She and, could have been mean. And then Sarah's husband comes in here, and he's like, you're going to break these mics. You're going to break these microphones. Mind your business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's probably pretty good wisdom. We need to fix this. <laughs> we got to figure out some stuff. Anyway, we're yeah. just, we need to go now. We're rambling. I'll see yep. you later. Bye. Catch ya.